Okay, welcome back. I am Rabbi Gamaliel Respis. I'm here with my wife. Yeah, El Nakama Respis. And we are here to share some thoughts. Um, I guess we want to continue the conversation we had. Uh, you know, we're talking about our first uh, year of marriage. Although it has been very, very happy and blissful, we have had our challenges. and uh, Challenges? <laughs> what are these challenges you speak of? <laughs> well, I, I think like any relationship, you are going to have challenges. And we have had, you know, a couple of challenges. It's true. Nothing. It's true. Nothing really major. Well, I, I think of that, um, the Pasuk in, uh, in Mishle, I think it's Mishle, Proverbs, uh, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, like I said, nothing, uh, no obstacle that we're, we weren't able to work through. No, for sure. However, what I found out is, especially being in previous relationships I had to look inside myself and again sort of change the way I approach how I our relationship Uh, I I completely relate to that because also having been uh, married before um, what I think this our relationship made me really reflect back on my previous ones and very clearly sort of own the things that were me mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. yeah obviously without getting into it's not necessarily to get into details but you know marriages don't work sometimes they just don't work yes um and the only thing that you can be responsible for is your own behavior and um your reactions, your presence, your your you are accountable for your actions. Correct. So, I uh, being married to you has made me really be very, very like see those things very clearly. Like, this is not you. You know, you're very different than my previous partners, and so when I started feeling those feelings. I had to face the reality of these stories <laughs> that I was still telling myself mm-hmm. and um, and be present and say, you know, and realize that, you know, I, I am not, I don't want to continue, I don't want to continue a cycle like this. I want this to be different. So what do I, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, learning to be present in this moment. Um, we talked about our previous relationships a lot, so we. I think for me, I you know I can say you helped me to heal from some of those hurts, mm-hmm. um, and to grow. Mm-hmm. For sure, you helped me to grow a lot, mm-hmm. um, and just learn how to communicate, <laughs> communicate <laughs> together. For sure, for sure, uh, that is so important. I. I think the communication was so key. The fact that um, when we had our conversations and in our conversations, not wanting me, not wanting to, like you said, not wanting to continue the same cycle. So in talking to you and, and you know, kind of remind you reminded me to look at myself. I, you know, I looked at myself and where was, you know, 
where was I wrong? What do I need to do? Where did I need to grow? What did I need to change in order for this relationship not to be in the same cycle that I was? So in having those conversations and communicating, it helped me to to look at myself, look at, you know, taking ownership of what I needed to do, the person that uh, I can't, I couldn't become, I couldn't remain the same person and react and do the same, same thing. You, you can't, you know, if you want to, if you want your relationship to grow, to be different, you can't do the same thing. Einstein said, uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That's, That's correct. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't want, I didn't. You know, yeah, we're I, not insane. Exactly. We are, we are intelligent beings. <laughs> um, For sure. Yeah. I, a lot of times in our conversations, I would think about what it says, what the Basham Tov said, you know, when something is, something bothers you in another person, you know, you're looking mm. in the mirror. So a lot of times I felt like, you know, we were reflecting back those areas that we needed to refine and grow in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that was what I appreciated the most is that ability to grow. Even though, like, it's not like, you know, lest our audience think that we were constantly pleasant and, you know. <laughs> I am Puerto Rican, after all. <laughs> I do have a temper sometimes, sometimes. But, you know, I am a woman of a certain age as well, so I've learned how to temper my temper. <laughs> um, but, no, but seriously, be that as it may, we I, I think that was... Uh, the thing I appreciate. So, okay. So let's say, you know, we're at the six minute mark. Let's say, let's say, what are the top three things, top three things that we took away that, well, that you took away or, uh, in communication, like if we were, someone said, you know, what are the top three things to, you know, to advise to people who are married, newly married or married for a while? Like, you know, how did we do this? That's a great question, but I think I can sum that up in, in one what? one answer. Name that and, tune. <laughs> I think it gets back to ego. What I mean by that is when you have your ego in check, you don't allow things to become personal. Hmm. Um, and remember what we're talking about in our previous podcast, our previous discussion, it was my ego and I had to look at myself and really see where my ego was influencing how I was relating to you. So in, in taking and looking at how your ego, which has been said, ego is edging God out. Hmm. Um, I had to really own up to who and exactly what was important. What was, was it important? me and how I felt and how I was feeling about myself or was the relationship and being present for you? How would you define ego? Ego is, well, um, wanting things to always go your way. Right, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. For me, ego is... Um, Desiring what I want, the outcome that I want, at any and all cost, regardless of how it may, what it means to you. Like even when, as a teacher, mm-hmm. I have to keep my ego in check because 
teaching isn't about like how you know that the children should listen to me and do what I say it's about what's best for the children yes so I guess ego in the same way as in a marriage is keep is thinking about the other person really listening to them and you know and it doesn't I don't think it it, it means like that it, it's all about that other person I think to, to, to be able to remove ego from a conversation is to be able to express your needs without, you know, being like, this has to be, pardon me, this has to be my way. I, it's simply expressing your needs. Yes. Yes. And if we keep ego out, then you can hear the other person, be present for the other person. And then you can very honestly say, yes, I can do this or I can't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's going to happen, right? There's right, going to be times right, where you're right. just and that and and that doesn't mean that you're that you're listening to ego. It simply means that this is something that you can't do. Right. So then you have to further the conversation and see where you can and if you can come to a compromise. Exactly. Exactly. That's deep. Yeah. I think this conversation is going to have to continue. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, we're trying to keep these podcasts um, at 10 minutes so that they are listenable to you um, because we know we live in the 21st century and attention <laughs> spans oh, and time yeah. are very limited. <laughs> so um, we want to respect your time and we want to appreciate your time. Um, so we're going to keep them at 10 minutes. But yeah, I'd like to continue this conversation yes. on ego and relationships. Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. important. Okay. For sure. All right. Hello. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. And uh, until next time. Hit the road. Shalom. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>